Welcome, everybody, to another episode of VMware Cloud on AWS Unplugged. I'm your host, Bill Roth, and today is Security Day. Today, we're going to be talking with Bob Plankers, Security Specialist and Staff Technical Marketing Architect at VMware. Welcome, Bob. Hey, thanks. I hope every day is Security Day, but uh, I'm glad to be here and uh, talk about this sort of stuff. So thanks for having me. You bet. So what's new in VMC security? What's going on these days? Oh, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, uh, VMware Cloud on AWS, um, it's it's so different. I, I come from the vSphere world. I'm an old school um, infrastructure guy. And, uh, you know, and so moving over into the cloud, it's it's different because uh, other people are running this stuff. Uh, and uh, it's a full implementation in the cloud that I don't have to manage. I don't have to babysit. I don't have to worry about it in a lot of cases. And that's actually really cool. And so, I mean, that, that just exists. But, uh, um, you know, security in the cloud, a whole different thing. Fact that, you know, the I just did a deployment of a new software defined data center, you know, setting up new VPNs back to my house here, uh, really straightforward. And um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm I this is a long way around to saying I, I tend I continue to be surprised how easy the cloud security stuff is that you can just cut straight to the configuration of rules, firewall rules, NSX firewall rules, all of that sort of stuff, and not have to worry about setting the whole environment up and, and that. And there's a, a group of SREs, the site reliability engineers, I guess that's a more of a Silicon Valley term, basically new version of sysadmins that are out there watching everything for me. So I get messages once in a while from, from them saying, hey, they're going to patch, hey, they're going to update, they're going to do maintenance at, you know, a certain time that sort of thing. So, you know, I guess that's pretty cool. And uh, um, well, it is pretty cool. The, but like I said, uh, you know, it continues to be a surprise to me because I'm used to doing everything myself, you know? And so, uh, you know, as we go here, as there's new releases of VMware cloud on AWS and new product releases and things like that, uh, you know, it just keeps getting better and better. Excellent. And sounds like easier to use, which I'm sure uh, a lot of the sysadmin, VI, admin types uh, are grateful for. Yeah, um, well, you know, everyone's got staffing problems, right? Sure. You know, like, and there's only so much of the stuff, you know, that I often joke and when I'm doing talks and that, that the stuff saps your will to live and, you know, like, <laughs> let somebody else do it, you know, like, let somebody else do it at scale. So. Hmm. So how does VMC security stack up? We do, there's a number of features that are going, uh, that are in there. Give us an idea of how, uh, you know, how we, how, how VMC supports all this. Oh, um, so VMC security is pretty great. The, uh, uh, so I mentioned the SREs one, there's 24 by seven staff that are watching this stuff. Like, uh, take log for J for instance, you know, big problem at the end of last calendar year. And, uh, our SREs were on it. Like the announcement came out as far as the U S was concerned, the announcement came out like 4 AM Pacific time about this. And our SREs were on it within, within the hour and being able to block things and all that stuff. So that's really cool. You know, the fact that all of the security features, all of what you've expected, what you expect and what you've been, uh, grown to what you've been using on premises. The, uh, uh, the NSXs of the world, the uh, uh, operations managers, the log insights, all that stuff is easily available in the cloud. It's uh, easily deployable. 
it's just there. Somebody else is running it for you. So you can just get to it. Uh, you know, all the security features are still there. You've got the multi-factor authentication. You've got the, all of that stuff into the cloud interfaces and all that. You've got VPNs, but you know, our twist on it is, is it abstracts it from the public cloud, you know, instead of doing it the way a particular way for a particular hyperscaler, you just do it kind of the, the way you've always done it on premises, except it's in the cloud now, you know, and, that's really that's really kind of a you know that seems dumb but it's really a powerful thing and there's a lot of organizations that that have figured out that that's a really fast way to get get their stuff moved to the cloud the uh, especially when it comes to compliance and things like that you don't have to explain a whole new operating model to your your auditors it's just it's just like it was on premises and uh, and they can wrap their heads around that so yeah no it's pretty cool Especially for things like PCI, not having a new audit regime or a new uh, kind of process probably yeah, uh, all makes a lot of people happy. Are there, and mm-hmm. we're taking care of stuff, and we actually audit the environment. So we've kind of got the the separation of duties, as it were. You know, like uh, we call it the shared responsibility model, and uh, we document explicitly what we take care of. We'll take care of the infrastructure and all that sort of stuff. You take care of the workloads, that sort of oh. thing, and uh, and we have the infrastructure audited. On a regular basis, and we publish all those fi- all of the findings, all of the results from the audits publicly mm-hmm. up on our website uh, vmware.com and the cloud trust center, I believe is what it's called. And uh, yeah, it's all there. So you can give it to an auditor and say, "Hey, they took care of all this stuff, and this is." And then you can focus on the workloads, that sort of thing. Excellent. Well, cloud trust center, we will have a link to that in the show yeah. notes. Talk about the trends you're seeing in security in general and where things are going what what's what is keeping you busy these days um you know across the span of security well security it's just you know the more yeah it's just it's deja vu all over again sort of thing you know i think people are coming around to the idea that you know when all this ransomware stuff uh, really started cropping up a couple of years ago and people were saying that ransomware were, uh, you know there wasn't a, a magic solution there's not an easy button for uh defending against ransomware that it's actually a multifaceted problem that requires a multifaceted solution and uh vigilance in that on the, on the part of uh, the, I guess the good guys, as it were, you know, not mm-hmm. the attackers, but the, the would be victims. How do you prevent your, how do you avoid being becoming a victim? Well, you know, it's a combination of really old school things like least privilege and separation of duties and patching and all of that stuff uh, with newfangled technologies, the micro segmentation, which actually isn't all that newfangled anymore. And, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the carbon black stuff, for example, the advanced threat protections and things like that. And so I think people are finally coming around. Ransomware is still as as nasty as it's been. You know, you, we it, maybe it's just that it's it's not making the news as much. There's organizations have started uh, not calling it ransomware, not saying that they've been attacked, but they call it a cyber incident. I don't know. It's, I don't know if that's just an insurance thing or a liability thing or whatever. But uh, you don't hear about it as much. Maybe we've become desensitized to it. But I also like thinking that organizations, 
I have also really kind of figured out that they need to get on this stuff, that they need to uh, that they do need to check to make sure that their backups work. They do need mm-hmm. a, a sort of a return to basics as far as not letting everyone log into their cloud environments or their on-premises vCenter servers and that sort of thing. Uh, they do, do need to have good passwords and multi-factor authentication. And I think a lot of that, that the trend there that I'm seeing, there's a lot more interest in that. A lot more interest in some of the advanced security features that we have in our infrastructure, uh, that sort of thing. And so a lot of a lot of questions about that, a lot of um, how do I actually implement this sort of thing? Mm-hmm. And that's a good sign that it really is that people are taking it seriously and using the tools available to them. Let's get back to VMware product as such. And, uh, you know, there's always there's a constant stream of innovation at VMware. Any new security features, settings, profiles, policies uh, that are worth discussing? Well, I don't want to, you know, we can't talk about futures and stuff like that. But, you know, we're all yeah, we're always looking at how do we make it easier. Uh, In fact, the product managers, the security and the folks that uh, that focus on security and product management, the folks that really develop the roadmap and and where we're going with all of this stuff uh, really share the we all share the vision of we need to make it really easy to do the right thing when it comes to security. And and I think the product announcements around uh, you're going to see a bunch of stuff around VMware Explore, the follow on here to VMworld, the uh, um, uh, it's always uh, I like to joke with people that ask me like, hey, what's coming in the next version of vSphere, you know, the or the next version of VMware Cloud on AWS. I guess we could talk about the new version of uh, VMware Cloud on AWS. That's public information. But the yeah, um, and I always tell them, well, you know, or when is it going to happen? Well, you know, like we have this annual conference and it's not a stretch to imagine that we might announce some stuff there, but going to be a lot of, a lot of stuff around just security by default, the, uh, rather than, well, you take vSphere, for example, vSphere, the, uh, in the past we've published the security configuration guide for vSphere, which mm-hmm. I still maintain and publish. And, uh, um, in fact, it's open. The next version of it is open behind, uh, zoom here and the, uh, um, is it uh, public? Uh, the, the next version of it isn't public yet, uh, you know, but, uh, it's but not, there is an older version and we can, well, yeah, the, the security configuration guide for vSphere is a great reference for, you know, all of the, as I'd like to call them, the nerd knobs for, for changing, uh, you know, how do you secure an environment? Well, we were able to go through a while ago. And in fact, we went through and everything that wasn't a default. Uh, in the product, we started looking at how, why don't we make it a default? You know, why is this set insecurely by default? And, uh, um, can we harden the environment and a new version, a new major version of a product is a great time to do that because, Hey, if you're going to break stuff, that's the time to do it. You know, get right. everyone to recertify their stuff. You know, the flip side too, is that, uh, well, it's not a flip side. The, I guess the, the corollary to it, a complement to that sort of thing is that VMware cloud on AWS, there's um, the sort of, Intel for a long time had those sort of tick and tock sort of development mm-hmm. models. And VMC has got that as well. The VMware cloud on AWS has got that where there's even even numbered releases that are that are public and there's odd number releases that uh, can be customers can ask for them. And we're we're not hiding them per se, but, you know, they're not general availability. And so uh, we just re- released uh, VMware cloud on AWS 1.19. It's got uh, um 
it's got uh, VTPMs in it, the virtual trusted platform modules, hmm. which is a really cool thing. Uh, people that on-premises people listening might go, oh, we've had that for a while. Yeah, you've had that for a while. But, you know, the cloud is a whole different animal. The cloud doing encryption and all of that stuff, making it work with uh, the cloud providers, making sure that it's secure, making sure that it's protected against, you know, other forms of attack. And that that takes a little time. And so when Windows 11 dropped, uh, Microsoft said, hey, everything that Windows 11 is installed on needs a trusted platform module. And normally in hardware, trusted platform modules, this little thing, it's like the 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 last, it's about as big as the, the end of your pinky from the last knuckle to the tip and not very big at all. It's this little chip that stores secrets and it stores it in a very secure way, a secure enclave, as it were. Uh, it also generates random numbers if uh, the computer needs some uh, randomness. It can also uh, help detect malware and that with booting in that. And it's it makes a lot of sense for a client operating system like Windows 11. And so kind of took us by surprise that Microsoft all of a sudden is like, because uh, testing it in that they didn't require it necessarily. And then when it was released, it's like, hey, it's a hard requirement now. But, uh, you know, a VTPM, so the virtual version of that in uh, VMware Cloud on AWS and vSphere and all Cloud Foundation, all of the products uh, can you just can go ahead and add it now. And now you can mm -hmm. install windows 11. You can be support. It's in a supported configuration, that sort of thing. And uh, like I said, it's very, uh, we really try to make it easy to do the right thing, whether it's in, in the cloud on premises, everything on premises is what powers the cloud as well. You know, mm -hmm. it's ESXi in both places. It's vCenter server in both places. There's, there's some differences there, but uh, functionally same thing, you know, NSX in both places, that sort of thing. And so, you know, uh, carrying those features forward, making sure that everyone can use them, making things portable too. you know, the, uh, how do we take a VM from an on-premises environment that's got a VTPM and how do we copy that up into the cloud? How do we move it back and forth? You know, that's something that we're really thinking about there. And, uh, now that VTPMs are a real hot topic, you know, like we're putting some development effort behind mm -hmm. them, things like that. You mentioned product defaults too, you know, uh, well, and I was talking about product defaults you know uh, what if we just changed some of the product defaults and you can still you still have the the flexibility to undo the security if you want you know uh, i like to joke with um, i like to joke about security efforts, uh, security efforts, compliance efforts never survive contact with actual workloads you know there's always some sort of exception somebody's doing something weird whatever you know so having that flexibility to to do uh, in the compliance world they call it uh, compensating controls you know if you can't implement one security control maybe you can do a couple other ones to kind of compensate for the the lack of the the primary one and uh, you know and that's a powerful thing being able to shut some of the security off do security is always a trade-off. And so, you know, maybe you don't want all that security, but shipping it with the product and shipping it on both in VMware cloud and on premises, that's a really powerful change that we're making. And so I'm pretty proud of it. I'm pretty proud of our engineers for uh, figuring out how to do a lot of this stuff without breaking the ecosystem as well. You know, the, so it'll, it'll be interesting. Uh, and mm -hmm. lots of, lots of good stuff around VMware Explorer. We'll have some, uh, some news in the security space. Awesome. Speaking of VMware Explore, which of course is August 29th to September 1st, and you can find more information at vmware.com slash explore. And we'll put a link in the show notes. 
Um, you're probably going to be pretty busy at VMware Explorer, Bob. Uh, what's going on? What kind of uh, what kind of activities should security conscious folks be aware of? Well, uh, VMware Explorer is a completely different conference than uh, VMworld and folks that that were attending VMworld, you know, the, 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 what we're used to from the last however many years, you know, like it's going to be different. And so it'll be interesting. Uh, I, I don't have any in-person sessions per se, but I do have a, a whole bunch of meet the expert sessions where I, you know, and I actually kind of prefer those. Anyhow, I get a whiteboard, I get a big round table, people come and sit down the, you know, it's kind of like. It's kind of like the peanuts, uh, Lucy's, uh, the doctor is in psychiatric help for, uh, uh, for security and compliance and just roll up, tell me your problems and we can draw on the whiteboard and see if we can figure them out. And so I'm going to have a few of those. I'll probably be floating around. There's a ton of good security content and there's a ton of stuff from partners and from the community as well. And that'll be really cool. I'll be floating back and forth with those. And if anybody wants to meet, I'm meeting with a lot of customers and meeting with uh, individual organizations and things like that, too. So if people want to uh, define me or want to uh, have me talk uh, to people about whatever, you know, like anything spanning security and cloud infrastructure, I'm usually game for. So, yeah, people can track me down, but I'll give you the link to my Meet the Expert sessions. Uh, they've offered to do up to, I think, five of them for me uh, as they fill up or whatever. And so it'd be great if I if I was kept uh, completely busy helping people with their problems. Excellent. Well, we'll have those links in the show notes. So if you want to meet Bob Plankers in person, check the show notes, check the meet the experts uh, section of the catalog, which is out today. You can find it at vmware.com slash explore. Well, that wraps up another episode for us. This has been our security edition. I'm your host, Bill Roth. And today with us on security day, has been Staff Technical Marketing Architect, Bob Plankers. Bob, thanks very much. Hey, thanks for having me. Our show, as always, is produced by Sonali Desai. Our executive producer is the avuncular Mr. Ivan Oprinchuk. This is Bill Roth, and for all the folks at VMware Cloud on AWS and elsewhere, I'd like to say thanks very much and stay safe out there. 